Hey, Nicole. Yeah? Did you know I'm not from Texas? Yes, I did know that. Isn't that neat? I mean, it's all right. <laughs> not dissing Texas. I enjoy Texas. Don't fucking Texas. mess with Texas, I, man. I, I try not to as Do much as I can. Do not mess with Texas. You know, I, I just, you know, I give it a college try not to mess with it. <laughs> but <laughs> I am originally from Michigan, a.k.a. America's High Five. Wait, what? Yeah. Michigan, the shape is a hand, like a oh. mitten. That's why it's called the mitt. And it's America's okay. high five. Okay, that's fun. The rad state. Yeah. Like I call it. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, I was born and raised in Kalamazoo, Michigan, um, slash Portage. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like Dallas, Fort Worth is like basically the same fucking thing. Yeah. It's like that. Portage okay. and Kalamazoo were the same thing. Except one was a little more hood than the other, but it's still equally, you know, they're still... Which one was more hood? Kalamazoo was definitely more hood. And which one did you grow up in? I grew up in Portage, but we still had enough hood run into our oh, side. Okay, of, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. after listening to this episode, I think you'll... I think mm-hmm. I think the listeners will realize how hood it got <laughs> in my school. <laughs> Not, I don't want to ruin anything just yet. You know, I want the listeners to listen, but... Uh, you know, uh, my guest and I definitely survived some, some, or no, I don't want to say survived. That's not the word. We avoided some crazy shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, and speaking of my guests, my guest today is the Emmy nominated actor, shit. Brett Green. Ow. Yeah. He's a beautiful man too. I'm just gonna he throw that out is. there. I'm just gonna, he's a yeah. good looking dude. He's a good looking fucking guy. Let me tell you, man. He's always been really good looking. I've always I've always liked the way he's looked. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how you met him? Like, hey, I'm Sunny and I like the way you look. Hey man, you look really nice. <laughs> You're a nice looking dude. I can appreciate that. He just looked like the fourth member, the lost fourth member of LFO. In high school, he was. Oh my god! Yes, he definitely ah. was. <laughs> oh baby, you're my drug of choice. My head is swimming when I hear your voice. Oh, I know in my heart this I get left. I wasn't a scared. If I wasn't a scared. A scared. If I wasn't afraid of getting sued, I might have used that song. Why did I do that? I may have used that song Why did, uh. <laughs> for uh as, as like an intro for this episode. But so, alas, I'm afraid to get sued yeah. by the boys of the Let's light. Let's not get sued, but the light funky ones. <laughs> everyone else. Is that what it stood for? Yeah, you didn't know that. Oh my god! The light, funky ones. Ooh, I like it. I mean, okay. <laughs> what was their song? Uh, the fucking uh, summer girls. I like girls uh, that Chinese wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah. 
I'll take them if they have one. It's oh my god! Da, 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 for oh the my summer. god! Yes, for the summer. Uh, the light, funky yeah. ones. Hmm, the Chinese good. food thing. There was a Chinese food thing. In Chinese there, right? food makes me sick. Yes, even if I have one lick. I like. I don't know something about. I don't know. Uh, summers girls. I feel like I should know. I just you definitely should know that. I just never really listened to that type of music. You missed out. You missed out. There was a lot of great Friday nights at the skating rink when I was just going. I mean, to circles I've heard all those shit. songs, but like by choice. I I was one of those kids that listened to Corn. See, I did too. I was listening to Corn and LFO. Yeah, I didn't really listen to that. No, I listened to Corn, and Limp Biscuit. Shout out to Fred Durst. Fred, we would love to have you on the show. Yeah. I'm just saying. I would love to have the Durst shout out on the show. Chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. I would. I would seriously lose my shit if we got Fred Durst on. The I would show. die. Yeah, I'd fucking lose it. I. I don't know. I would probably make the episode only like 20 minutes though, because I'd feel like. I'm sorry for taking your time, Mr. Durst. I know, Mr. Durst, I know you're busy. Know you're you're living the rock star life. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our measly podcast. <laughs> really appreciate it. I know well, you're just living it up in Jacksonville like a king. <laughs> uh, Nixon's friend. Oh, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. Nixon's Nixon, your husband. Yes. I don't think Nix- we've ever said that no. on an episode. Hey, guys, I'm married. and She's married. He is awesome. His name is Nixon. He's the best thing that has ever happened to me. We've been married for seven and a half years, and he's so fucking rad. He's a he's a neat guy. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I really like his I like beard. Him now, well, I didn't like him at first. <laughs> well, you didn't like him because of the whole fucking drunken cake. That's incident. a whole other story. <laughs> now let's fucking talk about okay. it. Okay, all right. Your husband, pre-husband, invited me well, out. Well, this is after, before I knew him. After you knew him. And I think I've met him like twice at this point. No, this was before I met him. That's what I'm saying. Oh, no, I said after. You said after. This was before. Uh, these Wild Basins got me fucked Dude, up. shout out to Wild Basin. If you want to sponsor us, fuck yeah. Just do it. Just fucking do it. All the flavors. Or I'll literally take Natty Light as a sponsor. I don't give a fuck. If it's Ooh. free... A butt yeah, chug. Yeah, free does taste better. Butt chug? That's what I said. Oh my god. Did you hear that, Natty Light? I'm a holla at Natty Light. Natty Light. Keystone Light and Frio. Frio oh, is like the oh cheapest beer. I bought that for uh, a cholo party. Uh, that was Frio Light Night. <laughs> Frito Light Night. Frito Night Light. Night Night. Frito Light Light. No, Frito, Frito Light Night Light. Frito Light Night. Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. Frio, Frio beer is like the step under butt ice. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's like. It's there. It's what beer is. It's like the equivalent to what military star vodka is. I'm definitely going to edit vodkas. all this out. Just know that we're talking so much shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we get for drinking a shit ton before we record. We're like, anyways, yeah. The guest is really nice. Have you ever tried Frito Lights? <laughs> oh my God. Welcome to episode eight. I am your host, Sunny Vega, and my co-host Nicole Wiley. So, anyways, today's anyway. guest. <laughs> so, anyway. 
Oh, shit. So, Today's guest, Brett Green. <laughs> Emmy nominated Brett Emmy Green. nominated. This was a fun episode. My guest, Brett Green, who is my childhood friend, grew up to be a successful actor slash rapper. He uh, was a main character in the CBS Saturday morning show, The Inspectors. It's like CSI for oh, the family. Okay. It was That's really fun. cool. They're like basically like cops, like CSI and stuff for the Postal Service. It was a really cool show, and uh, that was a really successful run. He was in an episode of How to Get Away, How to Get Away with Murder, um, Jane the Virgin, uh, and, and just and just tons of other stuff. And I, I every time I'd see him, I'd be like, you know, I'd be like, hey, look, that's my friend. You know, I we yes. went to school together since the second grade. That's so fucking cool. It's weird, right? How random is that? And, like, and I we, saw him in Ratchet. Yeah. Like, oh my god. Yeah. Ryan Murphy like shows. That shit is awesome. And then I saw him and I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's that's him. He's doing amazing things. Uh and he he got married a couple years back, remarried. Um, and uh she also used to be an actress. And they actually were right now, like Dr. Pepper has this like whole commercial thing going of like uh what's it called? Like football town or something like that or like dr pepper town or something and so it's like uh good old texas tea (laughs) (laughs) and uh he he and his wife were in a recent like recent commercial that just aired probably like last week so you know brett's doing some awesome things man and and i've i've followed his career for years now and and it's every time i see him and he uh he got the blue check mark before i did fucker so (laughs) I'm not oh, jealous shit. or anything about it. It's not a big you deal. You know, whatever. Whatever. That's all. A little jealous. It's fine. <laughs> you can be a little salty about it. Uh, so, yeah. It, it, like I said, like we kind of, you know, both of us being in the entertainment industry, I went, you know, to the music side and he does the TV and, 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 and you know, that side and stuff. And so it's just cool, you know, seeing us grow, know where we came from in Michigan and, and seeing where we are now. It was, it was just, it was a really fun conversation and the catch up. We definitely give some shout outs to my hometown and home. Like oh, ele- absolutely. Elementary school. Yes. That was fun to hear. It was, it was a good time to talk about, but without further ado, let's, uh, let's let them listen to it. Let's do it. Here's Bye. my episode with Emmy nominated actor, Brett Green, AKA my friend. not seen your face like other than like on social media in fuck what since high school well what's funny is i you did you graduate you graduated from northern right no no i moved i moved to texas like in 10th grade maybe maybe 11 i was gonna say yeah it wasn't like 12th grade high school it was like early high school so that's like dude it's been like 18 years probably since we've seen Uh, each other God. Like inten- in- intentionally, you know what I mean? Whether yeah, you've seen yeah. seen each other on social media <laughs> or you saw me in our freaking Jared commercial <laughs> or whatever. <Yeah. laughs> that's fucking nuts, dude. It- it's crazy to think that it's been that fucking long. Man. It's- that's so wild, dude. Yeah, we're getting you- old, man. You look fucking great. I'm getting old, dude. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? Look at you. Well, you, know- you still look exactly the same. You know what's funny? Thank you. People, people say that, but like, 
for the last 10 plus years, I've sort of been training my, uh, my skin to, um, you know, not wrinkle and not, <laughs> and doing <laughs> like doing my best to not get fat. You know what I mean? Like I'm in this, right. like, I'm in this weird industry where like your physical appearance just matters so much. And it, it, you have to like find this balance of like not giving a shit enough to like be happy, but then like give a shit enough to still like be get jobs you know, that's, yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. like work and survive and pay your right. bills you know what i mean so exactly not um, everybody's seth rogan dude not everyone can get away with it <laughs> exactly sometimes but sometimes i'm like how much easier would it be to just like get fat and just like uh see what happens you know oh it's I mean? so easy dude it's fucking easy <laughs> not you know when i was in the in the industry man i uh i was doing the entire you know, heavy music, punk, hardcore stuff. So like, I kind of got a pass. I didn't have to be like the good looking dude in the band, especially because I was like doing the yelling vocals. So I was okay to to look like this, you know, like this was okay on stage. Like I, I looked like sliced ham in a fucking shirt up there, but it was, it was all right. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you have like the token handsome dude? Did you have like your Adam oh, yeah. Levine? Uh, I think every vocalist we had, yeah, it was a good-looking fuck. Yeah. Uh, so Shane, our first vocalist, he looked like a young, spry, like, Macaulay Culkin, but a lot yeah. less meth. And uh, <laughs> our second vocalist was Sam Ryder, and that dude looks like Thor. Like, he's beautiful. Like, like when, when he joined the band, like, we stopped seeing, like, we still had, like, you know, the tough guy in the front, tough guys, you know, chanting lyrics and stage diving but there was also a lot more girls up there like like swooning over the lead vocalist because he's he's got a fucking superhero chin uh he's he's got a nice beard super long blonde hair tattoos he's actually like a viral sensation right now man um yeah like he blew up like within the past six months like alicia keys has retweeted his covers like so he'll record covers and upload them on his instagram and i've always thought that dude was way too talented to be my band like i was like what the fuck are you doing man like you should not be here like you're too good and sure enough i was right years later uh he's like like i i think nascar messaged him and asked him to come sing like the anthem at, at a race once you know everything starts opening up again yeah. And when he told me that, I was laughing so fucking hard because I'm like, how ironic that they asked the British dude to come sing the national anthem, <laughs> a song about kicking their asses. <laughs> in, in the most like, you know, traditionally American sport, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Fucking revving engines and going in laps, 200 plus laps. It's just the weirdest sport ever. My uh, my ex my ex's dad he was like so into NASCAR. We'd go I'd go over there for dinner on like a Monday night and he's got NASCAR on. I'm like you know there's a football game on right? Like we could watch <laughs> we could watch football instead of watching these cars go around in a fucking Round circle, circle. For three hours. <laughs> but he loved it. So more power to him. There was a a kid that we went to high school with. I don't, I don't remember his last name, but his first name was Mike. And uh, Mike Mike he, Miller, Mike Miller. Was it was Mike a NASCAR, Miller? A NASCAR. He was a NASCAR freak. Yeah, like yeah. In, like he'd wear the shirts had, and shit. Like the yeah. NASCAR shirts. <laughs> exactly. He was um. Yeah. Who was his guy? His guy was um. Oh, Rusty Wallace, I think was his guy. Like was he was it? like 
Oh my gosh, my my lasting memory That's of Mike so Miller. Funny that you remembered his last name. That's crazy. <laughs> was well in middle school. He had. I'll never forget this. We were in. No, no, it might have been elementary school. Ah, oh, shit. It might have been middle school, but we were in um, band and we were doing like the recorder, and he had just gotten braces, and he like opened his mouth in some kind of way and i've never heard like a blood curdling scream from a child more so it like something hurt him so badly with these new braces and that's like that's like my forever memory of mike miller is that he loved nascar (laughs) and his braces fucked his mouth up in sixth grade and made him cry in band class and i felt so bad for that kid (laughs) oh that's that's terrible shout out to mike miller man i don't i doubt he's listening to this but if if ever one day he i'm gonna post this in our in our high school uh group i'm definitely gonna post this episode in the porters northern high group and the angling road group well in in that case uh shout out to allison martin if they get this in the local penitentiary oh my fucking (laughs) i'll never forget when andrew andrew holmes i was out to i was out to um grab drinks one night with Andrew Holmes and Matt Comer and uh and we were out and he was like you heard about Allison Martin right and I was like no but I, I remember her vividly he's like oh yeah she's she's in jail for murder and I was like and then he described it to me like what happened and I started researching it and I was like whoa because my horrific, story dude well my story about that is crazy because that girl had a crush on me in high school so she i don't know what middle school she went to but we eventually like met back up at at northern in ninth grade mm-hmm. um we were in health class and i remember we recognized each other from angling road and i like went to her birthday party in second grade and shit and so like we knew each other and she was just kind of like she was a little weird and mm-hmm. i remember she slipped me a note while we were watching a movie in health class and it said it said like do you want to go out with me yes or no and i remember just i looked at her and i was just like <laughs> no i'm good and i dodged the bullet dude like i dodged the fucking oh my god dude okay that poor guy i I feel so bad for that but but like that poor guy and his family like like there's a victim here like i know we're having fun but like it's super tragic and sad it's it's terrible man and it's it's sad um yeah i remember hearing about it who uh tim backlita dude he hit me up and he was like yo check this out and he, and he forwarded me the news article and i my jaw fucking dropped like i could not believe it dude uh and it's so funny because um my new co-host nicole she's she's my best friend and i was just talking to her about this maybe like three weeks ago about allison martin and i dated her dude you did like but not like like it was like holding hands in fucking the you know the hallway or something kind of dating you know what i mean like we were i think we were like i think we were in like second or third grade honestly uh, so i got her i got her pretty crazy i think uh yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah dude fucking dodged the bullet i guess i don't know both what well, we My, both did man i couldn't believe it when i heard it and i mean i, I still got uh yearbooks of like oh, we went too. on some we we went on some field trip and in the yearbooks there's pictures of like me and her sitting down on a bench with snow pants and a snow jacket on you know like out out in the fucking uh you know the big wooden playground at angling road and shit so yeah uh, she's my ex officially <laughs> <laughs> wow well it's shit. crazy because like you you um I mean, you live long enough, like, and, and we went to a decent size, you know, high school where we went to school with a lot of people. The the numbers are just kind of in your favor for like some crazy shit to go down. Yeah. Um, 
because like you know not, not to get too gruesome but we also went to school with a girl who was basically like lit on fire and put in a fucking dumpster behind a mcdonald's by her boyfriend oh, uh, and, yeah I, wild i'm like what how is that possible to go to fuck, school with dude you? i had no idea it was, That's yeah, it was insane gruesome. dude yeah it was the mcdonald's across the street from my dad's business um and i remember just being like whoa that's 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 wild and and like yeah so you you yeah it's 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 really it's really crazy i mean um how many yeah when you hear those really sad stories um and then like pat pat's pat style pat style or whatever is you remember that kid pat stahill or style or that sounds so familiar dude um do you remember keith roseman yeah he was a grade above us so those two like held a bunch of western students at like gunpoint or something like that oh. in um uh at, at, at campus and then they went to jail they went to prison and i think they i think keith might still be in jail but pat uh was got murdered in jail for running his mouth and shit i'm like what is going Fuck. on with our class holy shit dude yeah it's wild uh like were they angling road kids too i think he might i think they might have been but like the fact that that much craziness has gone on in one school is just, I mean, it, yeah. I guess it happens all over the place, but like, yeah. man, we're really taking this thing a whole different direction than I thought it was yeah, going to go. Dude. Golly, that's wild, man. The only one I knew was about the Allison Martin stuff. I, I didn't know. Oh, wait, no. Um, There was a kid, a kid, a grade under us. Kenny Fett. Did you oh, hear yeah, about that? That story's wild too. I played Fuck, football with like- Kenny. Yeah, like he played basketball with my sister. Uh, they were like on the you know two man teams back okay. in like um, elementary school. Uh, but he didn't. He like tied up his mom he, and like kidnapped like, his mom or some shit. Yeah, yeah, and like beat her. Right, dude. Holy shit! We're- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! Anyone listening right now is like, "What are you guys talking? Where did oh, you grow up, dude?" The fucking harsh hood of angling road elementary man <laughs> portage don't play portage is yeah we we got out man lucky for us i didn't realize how much crazy shit we dodged <laughs> it was wild wild but yeah i mean other than us escaping death i think we're doing all right dude like you're you're i've you know followed you since social media i remember i added you on social media and i think at that time I think you were still living back in Michigan. You hadn't moved out yet. Um, and you, you started doing, you know, your acting stuff and, and, and whatnot. And I was like, Oh, that's cool. Like, that's, that's awesome that he's, you know, pursuing this. And the next thing I know, I see a blue check on your fucking social media. And I'm like that bastard. He got the blue check <laughs> before I did. <laughs> it's not a competition. It's for me, dude. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's been a competition. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, man, I, you know, I've, I've watched your success grow, you know, as an actor and, and just you're constantly with your photography is solid, dude, your videos, um, uh, you know, I show my friends and stuff and they've seen, they're like, oh yeah, I've seen the inspectors or yeah, I've seen, I, I've seen that. Or I recognize him. And I'm like, yeah, he's also a fucking rapper, dude. It, it rules. <laughs> he's really good. <laughs> so I'll show him some of your, your videos on, on YouTube of you rapping. And one of the first ones that I, I remember seeing was your, um, it was, it was like your audition, like to cast you. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it was called, you know, you want to cast me. Yeah. I did that. I did that when I first moved to LA, just trying to do yeah, something. Dude. It was 
fucking hilarious, man. I, I was cracking up. I remember showing bandmates and stuff and like random people like, yo, yo, I went to school with this dude. Check this out. It's, it's hilarious. And then, I mean, you've had tons of shit. And like, even just now with the self-taping um, video you just released. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's fucking funny, dude. It's gold. And, and your wife is just as great, man. She's hilarious too. And you guys started, you know, um, the like football podcast talk and stuff. You got her into the, to the fucking lions, dude. I, it's, it's cool, man. You guys, you guys are doing great. It's so cool to see. Oh, I appreciate it, man. It, it's funny to look back on like those early videos. Cause I'm like, this music was garbage. Like my rhyme patterns <laughs> sucked. My delivery was fucking unconfident and just bad. Like, it was just like, I, I feel like it's come so far, but like, you gotta like, you gotta grow, right? Like you can't yeah. always, you know, you can't, you can't be like, it's just weird. Cause I feel like, I feel like kids nowadays who are like 18, 19 years old, like they're just like, oh, I'll just get on TikTok and start dancing and get a million followers and like they're just like kids are so much more like handsome and good looking and shit at such a young age right and they you know they've got like but it's weird because they have like their um role models and what are who they look up to are just they're, they're different like for for me at least I, I was like oh barry sanders or like ken griffey i was like into these sports figures i didn't care yeah. what they looked like or how they dressed um i just was like yeah i want to be like them but now kids their 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 idols are like these fashion icons and like all this shit it's just so it's so weird it's so weird yeah. i felt like we we looked like little 13 year old like pre-pubescent like little fucking balls of bowl fucking, cuts and yeah shit. we looked we looked like 13 year old shit we looked yeah. stupid and awkward but the awkward years like don't happen anymore it's like they just no. instantly are cool like they go from being yeah. a toddler to just being like this swaggy little cool fucking kid and i'm like fuck you kind of you know what i mean like <laughs> like do i need to pull out a yearbook to show you what i looked right. like when i was 12 because it, it, it wasn't it wasn't cute you know what i mean i mean literally like people are swinging fucking you know their soundcloud and this and that like they're in like eighth grade got a soundcloud with 40 songs on it and shit and i was like i was slinging pokemon cards at that age dude like i was like y'all check this out you know like what right. the or tops you know like i was like yo i got that fucking rookie card over here or whatever i was just trying to like get get any girl in the hallway to notice me you know what i mean <laughs> like if i walk past her locker enough sh eventually she'll be there and yeah. she'll see me she, will be she might say hi <laughs> it's it's funny because like you know, I was talking earlier about how, like, appear, you know, it, in this town, in in my business, like, you know, physical appearance is is so important to people. Um, and and I can feel, and I'm sure you feel it too. It's kind of shifting where it's like they're taking away a little bit of focus, where it's not just about like, oh, how hot are you? It's like, you yeah. know, like, which is amazing. I love that that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I tell people if people are like, oh, I, you probably, when you were in high school or, or middle school, you probably got all, had all the crushes and all the girlfriends. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I was, no, not at all. Like I was like, I was not cute. I was so shy. I did not know how to talk to girls. <laughs> like it did not happen. And it's, um, it's just so funny. Cause like whenever I have kids, I, I just, I, I want to like, it's so funny. Cause you want to just tell them like, dude, just they're more scared of you than you are of them. Like, just go yeah. for it. You know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, looking back on like 13 year old me, I'm just, cause I have a 13 year old nephew right now. And I, he just is like so much more confident and he's got like this cool, like curly hair and like, he's all <laughs> handsome and shit. And I'm like, 
dang. But, yeah, <laughs> times have changed, man. Yeah, times have really dude. changed. I remember, I mean, in high school, uh, I mean, I was just that I went from because uh, we, we would play football together in the middle school in middle school and shit. And um, then somewhere between like eighth and ninth grade, I discovered punk rock. And mm. instead of playing like I put down, I played violin for years. I was in orchestra. I put down the violin and picked up the electric guitar and it was just fucking it was it was over. What have I been doing with this stupid violin yeah. this whole time, right? <laughs> Turn that thing around. Just... <laughs> well, I remember I remember Frank. Shout out Ryan Franks. Um we we had a class together. I think it was I think it was uh, uh seminar, you know, study I hall. In, dude, I think I was in that class with you guys. Were you? Well, like yeah, the three of us were in a seminar at one point. 100%. Yeah. It, well, we also sat with these girls who one of them I dated for for a while. Uh, her name was uh, Bridget Thrasher. Um, yep. Yeah, and I so that's where I met her. But wait, is that, she related like, to Lauren Thrasher? I don't know. And you know, it's funny. Yeah. I've actually looked up Lauren Thrasher before. I never found her. Yeah, redhead but, girl, right? Yeah, yeah. She used to hang out with um, Becky Taplin. Yep, yep. Yeah. I remember Lauren but, Thrasher. And I've looked her up, just you know, just randomly looking up people, seeing how they're doing and shit. But. I I haven't been able to find her on social media like at all. She's well. I don't know if she do has a Facebook or what. Do a quick quick search. Oh, there's a redhead, Lauren Thrasher. That's got to be her. I'm following. Maybe. Oh maybe shit! Maybe she like blocked me for some reason. I can't. That's why I can't ever find her. <laughs> she hates you. I don't know what I did. It's funny because they're all redheads. That's so weird. There's three, the top three Lauren Thrashers on Instagram are all redheads, and I can't tell which one's her. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. Any, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, so you dated uh, uh, Bridget Thrasher. Yeah, yeah, for like a year or so. Um, but like in that transition, like from that to, to that seminar class, I went from like, I don't know, maybe uh, I'd wear like a Limp Biscuit shirt once a week. And then like, what was that? The brand was fucking like FUBU. Oh pure yeah, pure play, pure players. I don't know. I had Boff, which is the ripoff of Boss, because I shopped at fucking Max Ten. <laughs> you remember that shit? Oh um, yeah, before Ross. So yeah, before Ross. Uh, and so I transitioned for that to like suddenly I had like a misfit skull shirt and a mohawk and you know dyed my hair and stuff. And I remember, I remember Frank's just being like, you know, he wasn't being a dick, but he was just like, yeah, man, look at you, like, <laughs> hey cool <laughs> i'm like yeah thanks friends i appreciate overnight, it you know? overnight overnight my... <laughs> became a became a different dude you started hanging out with mike storch a little more yeah going o- going over to the garage hanging out in the in his basement yeah my yeah, first was... show my first show uh my first show ever was in mike storch's garage i'm not we surprised played. by that one bit yeah it was it was i was fucking terrified dude i was in a band with trevor green and jeremy ruggles Jeremy yeah. Ruggles, I remember Ruggles. Yeah, dude, he has a podcast now. Sick. Yeah, he, he's. Uh, I think he actually he was living in San Diego, then he moved back to Kalamazoo. But he has a podcast called um, "I'd Buy That for a Dollar," and oh, he literally yeah. buys like albums and stuff for a dollar and just reviews them. Uh, it's it's cool. It's funny, and he's he's got it with a couple other people. But uh, so he he was the bassist. Trevor was the drummer, and I played guitar and did vocals. And I was 
fucking terrified. I think we played in front of like 10 people in front of Mike Storch's garage. And I was just like, oh, dude, I had such bad stage fright, man. I was so scared. But that was my first show ever, man. And it was a good time. Do you remember, um, do you remember a girl named Alicia Smith? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm friends she, with her. She was, yeah, she was probably in the audience because I feel like she posts yeah. – I literally um, have pictures. Throwback. Dude. Yeah, she'll yeah, yeah, and she's in them all. Yeah. Just like standing there yeah. like with her arms crossed, like watching yes. like with a tank top and like the the wide bottom jeans and shit. And like in the platform <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she was she was actually at that show. Um and a couple others. I actually have the pictures. I'm gonna when 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 I post this, we're gonna I'm gonna be posting some of these photos and including the photo of uh our second grade yearbook photo. I'm gonna have to, I have to put it side by side next to our faces, like like that. There, I was stick. just, dude. I was just telling my wife about that on our walk this morning. I was like, one of my buddies has a, a like a elementary school photo, and it's like, and, and Tim, but I think Tim Baglita posted. He's like, oh look, in this photo, there's a there's a rock star, a TV star, and a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, no, wait, it wasn't Tim. That was Cam Harris. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, yeah, he was like, we got a rock star. We got, we got a TV star. We got a murderer. We got a fucking musical genius, John Knifik. Yes. Was, was Scott Oudsma in that photo too, maybe? Yes. Because if he was, because he's a tennis tennis star star slash Abercrombie model. That's what a class, man. Dude, (laughs) what a time to be alive, man. Who'd have thought? For real, dude especially me like uh like I, I was the shy kid i got kind of you know into punk rock in early early high school got into some trouble moved to texas and then you know things just kind of worked out man you know texas has been good to me so is that why you moved been- like you, you say you got in some trouble like spill spill the tea like what uh <laughs> what went down man you're a troubled punk rock yeah you know just living the dream what <laughs> uh so so basically oh god this is this is gonna get deep okay my my first my first love uh she broke it off with me and i was it was my first my first girl you know so i was down in the dumps man i was like it's my fault and i'm not gonna lie like i was a totally different person you know like 16 year old me i was kind of a you know shitty dude i i was probably you know a dick and so, uh, I mean, no, I know I was a dick. Of course you so, were. You were a 16-year-old boy. Yeah, it, it's what it is. Um, but, you know, so because of that, I I started, like, just doing more dumb shit, you know? Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go smoke some more weed with these people and try this. And, oh, hey, look, opioids and shit, you know? Like, oh, just, just, just doing shit, like, but with my friends, just hanging out and partying. And I got to the point where I was just like, depressed and like super bummed out and um just with the wrong crowd got into the wrong thing man and um ended up just my mom and and my sister moved to texas already so i was i was back behind with my with my family and my dad and i just got to the point where it was like okay like you need to start over man like you need to get the fuck out of dodge and just start over and yeah, it, it was it was the best move I ever I ever made. Uh, I mean, I went. I mean, I literally started over. I went from Santino to Sunny. You know what I mean? Like, I even just I was like, I'm gonna change my fucking name. Like, I, that dude's fucking dead. 
This Holy is shit, baby. that's right. You were Santino Santino Vega. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> Everybody I knew me as Santino until like 11th grade when I moved here and I was like, yo, call me Sonny. That shit go hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I started Wait, where over. Your, where's your family? Where's your family originally from? Where are your roots? Uh, I was born in Kalamazoo, man. Right, right, right. Sorry, I guess I mean, what's your ethnicity? Like, where are your, where's your? Oh, my, my dad, like my, my side of the family is uh Mexican from Mexico, so my mom, she was born and raised in Abilene, Texas, and okay. my dad was born in uh, Rio Bravo, Mexico. Okay. So they made it all the way up to Kalamazoo, Michigan, and then popped me out. So that was all cool. Right. But so I moved to Abilene, dude, and you know, started over, kind of got back on my feet uh met this this cool chick probably like the third month i moved here hit it off with her a little bit you know met her and i was like oh she's kind of cute whatever or, or we had mutual friends that introduced me that summer uh i moved back to michigan to take care of my grandmother because she was she wasn't doing so well and her and i were really close while i was in michigan that summer just ended up talking to that girl i met um a few months prior while I was living in Abilene and we started talking on the phone, like all the time, like this was before we had cell phones. Like we all had cell phones, you know? So it was like every night I talked to her for like four hours or nights that I like fall asleep on the phone with her. And um, she was really cool and she liked me. And then, so now we have this house together and a, and a five-year-old daughter and uh, it was cool. She, she ended up being the one. When you know, you know, I'm married to a high school sweetheart. I, married my college sweetheart and then realized mm. wasn't for me yeah yeah <laughs> so i, I you, yeah i've been uh I've, I've done i've done the uh the nuptials twice and uh it's not it's not for everybody but you know the second <laughs> the second one is the second one is fantastic yeah dude y'all look great man like she seems like a lot of fun from everything that you guys post dude and it, it's so cool, man. Like it's like I was telling you earlier, dude, it's, it's cool. Not just to see like your success in your, in your career, but also just, um, cause I remember, you know, hearing about your divorce and stuff and then like seeing you with her now and y'all just look so happy, dude. And I'm, I'm pumped for you. I'm pumped. I, I appreciate it, man. It's, and it's something like I, I bring up to like sort of, um, normalize it because, you know, unfortunately I think a lot of people, uh, you know, get into relationships. I'm glad, I'm glad yours worked out where they get into relationships at a really young age. Um, and then sort of get caught in that, like, Oh, it's time to sort of take the next step. Like we've been together for a while. Maybe we should get married or maybe we should get a house or maybe we should start mm -hmm. thinking about kids now. And, and without that firm foundation of like, I always say it's more important to like your spouse than to love them. Cause like you can, you can find a way to love, uh, love them. But if you don't like them, it's just not going to work out. And so yeah. I will, uh, that's, that's the, I think that's the best advice I'll ever be able to give uh, my future children. So is like, that's cool that y'all love each other. And that's really cute. And <laughs> all, all that puppy love and all that. But like, do you, do you like that person? You know what I mean? Like, do, could, like, like, do, do you guys, are you best friends? Cause if you're not like, you might want to reconsider because right. it, it's going to be a long, a long road ahead. But <laughs> um, but all of this, I mean, it's, yeah, the, the, the dating, dating and all that. Like, so you, you skipped over all of the, um, online dating, the, the apps and all that. You didn't yeah, really dude. do much of that. I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. No, no. Uh, 
in the years, the years that like, so I met her before the band was a thing. And then she was, I don't know why the fuck she did it. She was so cool. She just held down the fort. I was like, Hey, I'm going to go chase my dreams. Do you mind? You know? And she was like, yeah, do you boo? You know? And, And I will always be thankful for her for that, you know? And, um, there was a there was a minute there. Uh, There's a couple months there that we took a break, and uh, it was it was pretty early on, and uh, but I mean we figured out pretty quickly like no we 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 want to be with each other like fuck this break shit, and uh, yeah well you found out you found out being being single uh, isn't all it's cracked up to be yeah a lot you know, of work and stressful and lonely and it was shitty. exactly and it was like in the I was like in my early twenties at the time so. I was like, oh, I'm single again. I'm going to go fucking party. Let's do this. And I got the partying down for sure. But then I'd go home and not have anyone. I'd have, I'd have, you know, people to call, girls to call, but nobody that really, like, I wanted to call. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or nobody nobody that. Yeah. Well, nobody (laughs) that wouldn't leave you with that shitty feeling of like, shame and remorse and guilt yeah and, exactly like the uh, next morning i was like that. fuck god damn it. i told myself i wasn't gonna do that again and i did it again <laughs> didn't i exactly but hey you man. know what like uh, your parents your parents or your uncles and whoever could tell you uh until they're blue in the face but sometimes you gotta just experience it on your own and just um and and touch the stove they can like they can tell you that stove is hot as, as much as they want but sometimes you're like mm, it, it doesn't look hot let me just find yeah. out you know what i mean and you gotta you gotta um you gotta just find out for yourself and like that's to yeah. me that's what that's what life's all about man like life is um life just feels like a, a, this this experience that we're all doing together and it's like meant to be experienced you know what i mean like try some shit whether it's um have ha- uh, like to me like part of the human experience is is having children you know what i mean and you you know what that's like and i i i don't know what that's like yet but hopefully soon um and and it's like just all these other things traveling and 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 like you said earlier like pers- we both did you pursue this dream that you have you know what i mean because some people a lot of people i think um put the dream on the back burner or they just instantly are like ah so that's never gonna happen you know what i mean and sometimes decisions you make uh set yourself up to where you can't you know go and pursue the dream whether you have kids young or 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 whatever but um i'm just i'm happy for for both of us and anybody else that that we know who we've kind of crossed paths with who um who kind of took the the opportunity to pursue a dream or 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 a passion or maybe they still are or maybe they maybe they haven't yet you know they got sucked into the corporate world really early and 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 so shit man if so if you went to if you went to school with us that means you're you're about to be in your mid-30s it's not too late <laughs> you know pick up pick up that pen or 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 or, or you know uh start or that guitar know, or something yeah, yeah. The, yeah the guitar whatever it is you want to do it's it's never it's never too late and that's the beauty of uh of life man so it's been it's been a it should be a journey right like you should look back and be like wow i've come a long way or i used to not be so good at that thing and now look at me or whatever um and i don't know about you like with your music career or just just in general but like i had i did a podcast another podcast with this guy um like a month ago and he did his research right and he's like oh you were in this thing and then you did this thing and this thing he's just started rattling off all these like accomplishments or whatever yeah and 
I was like, damn, I never stopped to do this, you know? And, and I think there, that comes with a certain level of like humility. I'm not going to sit there and Google myself and be like, oh yeah, I did this, this, and this, and this, <laughs> but you, but you sort of forget that like, as much as you're like, I haven't done enough. I have to do more. I got more to prove. I got whatever. Sometimes you do got to step back and it takes a, an objective third party to just be like, dude, you fucking killed it. Like you did this, you got a five-year-old kid and, and you got a, uh, are, are you guys married or? Yeah. Yeah. We're married. Okay, so yeah. You got a, you got a dope ass wife and you got a house and, and you're, and you got a podcast and you got your, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's just fucking, I don't know. It's cool, man. It's cool to see. Um, it's cool to just see people winning. Well, dude, I appreciate that. You know, really, uh, yeah, with the music thing, man, you know, it was just it was just kind of like I, I played in multiple bands around here and, and just, you know, local punk rock show, maybe in front of 10, 15 people tops. Uh, and then this band that I was only filling in for. I wasn't even like in the band fully. I was just filling in until they found a, a permanent bassist and, you know, things just kind of took off with it. And I was like, I guess I'll stick around, see see where this goes. And next thing you know, I'm touring fucking you know most most of the year barely home uh you know and, and i had an experience that i wouldn't i wouldn't trade you know in my 20s traveling the world just hanging out making friends you know I, I was making friends with bands that i grew up listening to and you know and which is a lot of the reason why i started this podcast i'm like these bands that i grew up loving and, and these members that i i kind of like idolized i had some of them i had posters in my fucking wall yeah. i now have their phone numbers and i'm like hey you want to come my show and they're like yeah fuck it let's go and i'm like yeah, you know, and that's cool. I've ha I've had that conversation with my wife, and she's like, she's like, well, think about this. Uh, she's like, you have seven episodes. The, uh, you're my eighth episode. Uh, so I've had seven episodes that I've released, and I've had just friends. They're, to me, they're my friends. You know, like you're you're my friend. I texted you, go, hey man, come on my show, let's catch up. But you know, like somebody who's like who just watched Wretched, it's like I know that dude. Like saw him on that Dr Pepper commercial, you know. Uh, you know what I mean? And I'm just like, yeah, it's fucking Brett. I I met him when he had a fucking bowl cut. Like it's all good, you know. Like it's just it's cool. The success and and everything of the band was fun, but I enjoyed like the friends that I made. You know, like I yes, the shows were fun. Looking back at them. Yeah, meeting, you know, supporters and listeners was great. Don't get me wrong. But I enjoy, like, being able to do this. Just, like, shoot the shit, you know, with my friends again. Um, and that's the whole point why I started this podcast. I, I, I decided to quit touring when, the, when I found out that we were going to have a kid. And I know a lot of my – I have a lot of friends that still did it, that tour with children, you know, at home and stuff. I just personally – I just didn't want to do it. And, and it, it felt like a good time to exit for me personally so I, I took the door and it was it was a great move for me you know it's not for everybody but and I kind of was just like all right now what so you know I gained the dad weight which is a great time uh <laughs> you know uh doing the dad thing the husband thing the career thing and it's great but I'm kind of like you know I kind of miss talking with my friends you know like now that so my daughter, Ella, now that she's at that age, she's a little bit older where it's not like I have to like, you know, constantly call to her and carry her around and stuff. She's five and she's kind of like, yo, man, get out of here. Like, let me color. Let me play with my dolls, you know? So I'm just like, I guess I'm going to go in the studio and talk to my friends, you know? 
and uh it's cool man it's just it's just kind of like a this is an outlet like i i didn't start this to try to regain any kind of notoriety or clout or anything this was just like this is therapy like this is literally therapy for me just like hang out my friends and it's cool too that like technology has come such a far away where you know and that's something i talk about with people kind of from our generation as well of like when we were kids you know we didn't have the ability to just jump on a a a zoom or a facetime or whatever like i feel like i'm sitting with you and like really connecting with you you know what i mean i mean i have a fucking wireless headphones on and a, a, a microphone that didn't cost me much, but it sounds pretty damn good. And like, we're able to really just connect with each other. And, you know, obviously now with this whole, you know, pandemic and everything, it's a, it's a safe way to connect. It's, mm-hmm. um, it's a way to, to kind of feel just, you know, those personal relationships that, you know, you can't, you can't really do, um, or, you know, the CDC is recommending we don't do. Um, but like, it's just, it's just great. I mean, how far everything's come. It's just, it, it's hard to believe when, you know, our kids are our age, what it's, what it's going to look like. You know what I mean? How it's just yeah. like, it, it, it's, it's wild. I talked to people like the other night, um, I had, uh, like four or five friends, uh, over at the house and they were all about this. We were all about the same age. Um, and we were just like, man, like what a cool group to, to be in age group wise. Cause like we grew up having to call landlines like you were saying with your you know with your wife you had to call uh you know a landline and sit there and talk for hours at a time you couldn't (laughs) you couldn't just text how you were feeling or like if you miss her like oh i miss you i know you had to pick the phone up and 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 probably have a scheduled time like okay we'll talk at this time or whatever or you had to ride your bike over to your friend's house to see if they were there and if they were then you just were playing outside um, or, or you, or if you were playing video games, you weren't playing online with your friends. You, you were, you were just playing in the same room as your friends mm-hmm. and, and then to watch, so to have that upbringing and then to sort of watch, you know, the whole, um, you know, high speed internet, uh, start to come along. And then like the Facebook was, you know, MySpace and then Facebook and all that shit. It's like, do we really have seen the whole thing? Um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty crazy that we, cause our parents are in that like category where they don't quite understand the technology enough, but then like kids nowadays fully understand the technology, but they don't know life before it. And right. I just, and it's probably because it's just our generation, but I feel like, you know, it's going to go down as one of the best generations of all time. <laughs> we, we, all this, You know what I mean? All yeah. the shit that we've experienced, um, but yeah, it's it's just it's just been a hell of a, a hell of a journey, man. It's just co- so cool to think like a, hopefully our lives are not even a, a a third of the way done. You know what I mean? We get to really yeah. just continue to, to to share stories and you know talk about kids we went to high school who who murdered people and <laughs> just it's fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm about to be in my mid thirties and it's, I just, I fucking remember high school. Like it was yesterday. I remember, you know, being 22, like it was yesterday. I remember feeling invincible, you know? Like, oh yeah, for sure. I remember feeling like I got it, you know, like, fuck it. I can eat whatever the fuck I want because I, my cholesterol is never going to go up. 
and like now I sleep weird for I take a 10 minute nap weird and I get up just like I'm fucked I'm done the rest of the fucking day dude that's what my wife is she's like I really want to I really want to take a nap but I know if I do I'm gonna wake up and it's gonna be like I'm gonna be angry and grumpy and yeah groggy exactly that's how I am I can't I want a nap but if I wake up I'm just like Mm, just fucking mad (laughs) well going back to your point of like feeling invincible like we used to go over like me uh ryan franks um and and, like do you remember dusty moran yeah yeah and we'd go over to mike storch's house and his mom was so cool looking back on it i'm like was she cool or was she just like irresponsible i'm like no she was cool i'm like no she was cool shout out (laughs) shout out marilyn (laughs) <laughs> shout out Marilyn storage she was cool as hell because we'd be in the basement and or maybe you know what maybe the better word is just naive right so we would um we would go in the basement and then at like midnight we'd be like let's go sneak out let's go do something so <laughs> we you know dress in all black john commissaris would be with us like it was just the whole oh, crew shit, and, yeah and one night when they were building the dog house, the, the, the um, auxiliary gym or whatever in the back uh-huh. of Portage Northern, they were building it. And we were like, let's go, let's go fuck around at the dog house. Let's go, let's go do some, you know? So we'd go and like, just see what kind of trouble we could get in and like break some windows or like, um, not, not, I, don't, I can't imagine we ever really broke a window. Cause that, 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 that right. that's, that's pretty aggressive. That's, that's destruction. Don't, yeah. I was going to say, don't no, yeah, statue of limitations, bro. That's statue of limitations. <laughs> That's too long ago. That window's been replaced many a time. Since <laughs> like one night we were on Northern's campus and we, we were all like, we'll bring, we'll bring knives just in case. And so we all had like little pocket <laughs> knives in our pockets. Like what's going to happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're oh, on the lookout for in case Allison Martin was going to fucking come around, you know, uh. and so we got our we got our knives and we're just like walking. And all of a sudden, this cop car rolls up and we're and we all just like, uh, fuck. throw the knives in the bushes. And they're like, what are you guys doing out so late? You guys can't be here. You got to go home. And we were like, oh, dude, we dodged a bullet. You know what I mean? <laughs> like just feeling feeling so like why did we have knives you know what i mean but like feeling so uh invincible and we had to go on back top to of the world like, dude yeah have our knives. but yeah we would do we would do really really dumb dumb shit and to see like how far um the world and society has kind of come in terms of just like oh we don't really say that kind of shit anymore or like you don't do that and like yeah. looking back and you're like man thank god social media didn't exist back then because i did some dumb shit We've all said some dumb shit. We grew Said our generation done, really grew dumb up, shit. and you know, I actually talked to my wife about this. Like, our generation grew up at at the time where South Park made songs about like making fun of Jewish people. Like right. that was a thing. That was I right. remember at Portage Northern High, kids being like, "Oh, that's Jewish," like using it as a derogatory term. I remember that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling my wife about that. I'm like, yeah, like back in the day it was just like it like that was so that was just used i remember this this kid i don't want to drop any names um but he he was you know i think he was great above me and he was like that was his fucking phrase like instead of saying oh that's stupid or that's lame he's like oh that's jewish i remember and everyone saying laugh. that shit yeah, yeah yeah and like that was that was just like normal slang and now if you said something like that it's like you're fucking canceled quick yeah like you're done you're done you're done and or like the f-a-g-g word like yeah 
that word that just could... got tossed around like it was no big deal. And I, and I don't like think nothing. a lot of kids, and I don't think a lot of kids said it to be derogatory or mean or whatever. It just somehow became synonymous with like oh, stupid or dumb, or whatever. Stupid. And it's like, right. It, like, it, it wasn't even it wasn't even like a term of like using it against homosexuality. It was just they just use it as a term of, you know, calling something stupid, like you said. And I but mean, you look back on it now and you're like, oh, my gosh, like there's certain movies that you watch from like the early 2000s where they would say like comedies and shit where they would say, yeah, you know, stuff. And you're just like, whoa, that did not age well. Like, Fuck. yeah, yeah. And, and you. And it's that's another good thing of like talk we've been talking where you kind of like look back and see progress whether it's from yourself or just like society as a whole. Mm -hmm. It's um it's cool because like you feel you feel for people like one of my best friends his uh, his brother is is gay and like he came out when it was like a really big deal and he was basically <laughs> like I had a conversation with him one time and he was like he was like dude I just I've ne I never felt like I could really be myself and now I just like have felt this whole weight of the world just release off my shoulders and I'm like how inconsiderate but like i guess as a society we weren't like woke enough yet or i don't know you know what you mean like it, it's it's yeah. hard to it's hard to describe what it was but to think that we or not not we but like just as a whole um yeah. you know didn't make people feel all that included and and uh or or, or made to feel like less than and shit just it, it sucks to think about to be like oh man I, I it sucks to think that i could have ever been a part of um unintentionally be a part of right. you know like part of bullying or, yeah. or just whatever yeah it sucks you know what i mean and, and yeah. so i'm but like the the biggest thing biggest takeaway is like learn from it you know what i mean and like don't don't do it anymore and then teach don't your kids do it again to be yeah. yeah exactly right exactly and i think that's the main part is is just you got to teach your kids to be better and i think that's i think that's how how this is all happening now like you know it, the, the woke the woke culture you know and a lot of it has to do yeah some of us had some you know shitty parents where it, it sucked and maybe they were a little racist or you know did this or, or said that but i think as as a whole how we our, our culture society is getting better is just because we're realizing these things and parents have a lot to do with that and uh i see that like i i'll say something and thinking my my daughter's not listening and the next day she asks me about it and i'm just like you were listening and it may have not even been like super derogatory, right. but I'm just like, right. she picked that up. Like I was in the kitchen talking to my wife. She was in the living room watching cartoons. How the fuck did she catch that? You know, blows my mind, right. but kids are, are sponges, man. They absorb everything. So I, I, I have to be more responsible, you know, in front of my daughter and yeah, you know, like, I'm not going to be a tight ass around her. Like she, she knows daddy swears sometimes and I'm fuck up. Uh, Daddy said that Ella doesn't, you know, like she, she's like, Oh no, yeah. Ella does not say that. And she gets it. But, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I got to just make sure. And like my wife and I, I think we do a good job of just telling her, you know, like just try to be like really bo body positive and accepting of others. And, you know, I've, I've normalized um, same sex relationships, you know, to my daughter, you know, I, I don't make it weird. I don't comment on it. It's just like, Oh yeah, that's, that's her, that's her wife. That's her and it doesn't like she's at that age where it's like okay that's not weird because i didn't make it weird so it's not yeah exactly weird. you know it doesn't what I have mean? to be it doesn't have, it doesn't to, be have weird. to be weird but yeah. yeah like i i grew up um you know in 
you grew up in a, in, in a time, like you said, where some, and, and you can't, you don't want to like blame your parents or fault them yeah. too much. Cause it's like, they were raised by their parents. They were, and, they were, they are a product of their time. Yeah. Right. And dude, eventually like our kids are going to say that about us, man. And it's going to be like, what? Oh, we, we tried like, we, no, and, you know what I mean? And I don't know. It's like, at some point, does it balance and kind of like plateau in terms of like political correctness and all that? Or do, or do we just continue going Is to, it this, a constant, yeah. to a place where eventually it's like, like, I personally think it's kind of um, like, I, I did this zoom the other day and they were like, put your name in the zoom and also put your pronouns. So we make sure not to offend. And mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, I guess yeah. that's pretty fucking inclusive, you know? I'm a, but I, I was like, I don't need, I'm, I'm not going to, put my pro my pronoun because i don't i don't i don't have my i guess mine's he him his whatever like yeah but i've never i've never been in a position and no one's ever put me in a position where i had to like defend my pronoun or something you know what i mean but i feel i feel for people who feel like they have to you know what i mean that fucking that that fucking sucks so um dude we're we're out here trying man we're i'm I'm glad i'm glad that like you're you're on the same boat because you know it's um it, it's really sad to see the ignorance of some people who are just like oh yeah i hear your complaint and i hear i hear you but i don't care i'm gonna keep doing what i do it's like yeah it's really that's really selfish <laughs> you know yeah, what i mean sure. and yeah yeah just because it doesn't affect being, them it doesn't exist which is bullshit being yeah. selfish yeah i think being selfish is like one of the worst um just like one of the worst behavioral traits that you can have in life is just worrying about you and yours. It's like, yeah. And you don't have to go so far in the other direction too, to make your entire life's purpose is just, just to serve everybody else. Yeah. Um, Cause you have, to, you have to worry about yourself too. But, um, but yeah, don't be a dick. How about that? We'll yeah. just call it that. That's uh, so I'm going to name this episode is don't be a dick. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. Dude, Seems uh, appropriate to me. Yeah, for sure. And don't kill people. Don't please don't do that. That's, please that falls don't under that falls under <laughs> that falls under being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> oh fuck. Well, I have some questions. Uh, I call them rapid fire questions. Um, they don't necessarily have to be quick. You can feel free to elaborate on any of them. You set the pace. I just ask them. Oh, and uh, real quick before we get going, just wanted to give sure. you an update. The the person who I think is Lauren Thrasher has yet to accept my request on Instagram, but as soon as she does, <laughs> I'll let you know. Yeah, please hit me up. Yeah, and then ask her why she she blocked me if if it is her because I've tried looking. <laughs> can you can you see? That's totally her. I think so. Where does what does it say she's based out of? Uh, doesn't does not say. It just says just here to love God and love people. Okay. That's totally her. I'm going to keep you posted as soon as, as soon as she accepts my request. Please do. Please do. Decade, your decade long search is going to be over. <laughs> well, you know, you know what it's like. I mean, I, it's not like I'm creeping, but like there are nice Your wife's going to hear this and be like, who, I know who the, who the hell is Lord this? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> no, you know, like there are nights and I'm like, I wonder how so-and-so is doing. I haven't seen that guy in forever or I haven't seen this chicken forever. You know I what I mean? And then I, all the time. I all find the time. him. Yeah, exactly. You look for him and you're like, or you, or you can't find him and you're like, damn, they don't, they don't exist on the internet. Like, what? right. And that weirds me out. Is that fucked up? Like to me, I get like, why doesn't that person have a Facebook? Like, what the fuck are they hiding? Or are they in jail? Like what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> Dude, prisoners oh. prisoners get get facebooks now they, yeah they, they got access to that's that true shit. 
this entire decade, I've just thought Lauren Thrasher has either been in jail or like just hiding out in some. You're just worried she, about her. Yeah, I'm just worried about her. I'm just, you know, her and a bunch of other people. I just want to make sure they're okay. And if they, if I don't find them within a couple tries, I automatically assume they're either in prison or in witness protection. And I just yeah. kind of like live with it. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Apparently, they witnessed the mob hit, so I can't find them. So whatever. Or you just you just accept the fact that they're gonna have to find me. You know, <laughs> I did. I went 90. You got to do your 10%. Let's let's <laughs> I'm going to make sure all my profiles are public. So it's super easy yeah. to find me. <laughs> Just the biggest like picture of my face possible. So you can, you don't have to like do this. Like you're just like, oh yeah, that's that motherfucker. You well, know? like we just, like we just did. Yeah. Like, literally, like, is <laughs> that, I'm pretty sure yeah. that's her. <laughs> oh man. All right. Anyway, I interrupted you 10 no, questions. You're, you're uh favorite movie or tv show favorite movie of all time hands down remember the titans denzel washington so good such a good movie it's one of the only movies i've ever seen like multiple times in the theater really you would do that yeah i don't know yeah i don't i don't i i know some do that go see movies multiple times in the theater and i'm like eh it's like once you've seen a movie, it's like I know how this goes. Yeah, so why I mean, would I, I want to go watch it and spend money again? I'm okay watching a movie like once a year, but like multiple times. Yeah. If you think about it, like a movie's in a the theater for you know, depending on how well it's doing, let's say like two or three months. So you would see right. that movie multiple times within a span of a few weeks. You know, practically, that is that's a lot. But yeah, yeah, and that is a, a good movie. That's Great my movie. mom. My mom uh, took my daughter, or my daughter, my sister and I to go see Twister like four times in the movie theater when we were kids. Well, uh, that's a movie that you're going to want to see in the theaters because that, yeah, yeah, surround sound. That movie fucking that. rules. Yeah, that movie's awesome. <laughs> uh, and then Titanic, I think I saw twice in the movie theater because of my mom and then my mom's friend. Same. And uh, Sister Act Part 2, we saw like in theaters like four times. My mom, absolutely her favorite movie of all time, dude. <laughs> Like Sister Act Part Two, I can. Tr- if my mom's at the house and I put that movie on, her ass is planted on that couch. Oh, what you watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's my mom's movie, man. Love it. Um, Whataburger or In and Out? In and Out, hands down. Oh, dude. You know what's All funny right. is there's a huge <laughs> there's a huge base there's a huge base of people who don't like In and Out, but it's regional. You guys have In and Out in Texas, right? Yeah, we do now. It's pretty recent, but yeah. Oh, is it new? And because because Whataburger is Texas. Whataburger is is Texas until recently. Actually, Chicago bought them out, huh. but still Texas. What a, okay, well, but yeah, it's a southern thing. Yeah. Um, I don't think I don't think Whataburger is bad. I just honestly don't think I've I've had like this much In and Out and like this much Whataburger. Yeah, so I, I will say In and Out Burger, like like the grilled bun and the burger is fresh and all. It's fantastic. The fries kind of garbage like yeah you watch them they cut the potato and so there's not much to them so like of course mcdonald's fries are way better because they're like artificially just like you know <laughs> they're not real yeah they're not so real. like who'd imagine like the, like like fake food tastes so much better than like real potatoes but if you put some cheese on the in and out fries they're pretty bomb uh, i had a guest a couple episodes ago he he was opposite he's he's canadian so there's no bias he was just like whataburger hands down uh 
in and out you literally have to put every ingredient on their fucking menu to make their french fries tolerable and i was like yeah seriously like, what does that say about your product I'm looking up you an image right now of, of a i'm looking up it wild wild wow. style or something animal style animal style that's what it is well you know what actually i like better than both of those and i don't know if you guys have those in texas but fat burger uh, I've, I don't think we have, well, we don't have one here. Uh, we may have one in Dallas, but I've had it before, you know, touring that shit's good. It's five pretty guys good. Too. Five guys, oh, is five, five guys is fire. Yeah, five guys but it's is, is gut so bomb, good. dude. I eat five oh, guys sure. and an hour later, I fucking got to go, dude. We got to, but gotta that's stop. why I like, but that's one of the reasons why I like in and out is you kind of still feel a little bit, unless you do like two double doubles, which sometimes, but like, <laughs> <laughs> If you just do like a sandwich and and some fries or whatever, like it doesn't feel so heavy, kind of feels like, oh, I just like had a decent meal and it's cheap. In and out's very cheap. You can get a burger and fries for two of you under under like fifteen bucks. So yeah. you know, and it's but it's not like, you know, go I, I saw a commercial the other day for McDonald's and it was like special um order something off the dollar menu, get something free. I'm like, wait, you're telling me I get two items for one dollar? <laughs> this doesn't seem right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. McDonald's as a kid I loved it. As an adult, it's just like there's so much better. But my You're daughter like, I'm too like, grown. I'm too I'm too smart yeah. to know. Like, nah, like I'll get a McFlurry every now and then when the machines aren't busted. But yeah, good luck. <laughs> Why is that a thing? Someone I heard that someone came out with an app. There's an app now that you can download, and it tells you which uh, location has a busted uh, McFlurry machine, so you don't go to it. From what I hear, it's just like it takes a lot of it takes a lot to make of, of anything like that. So they're yeah. instead of like doing it for like one at eight o'clock at night, they're just like, no, it's busted. Like they just they just tell you that, and it's not. They're just lazy as fuck. Oh, that's they, funny. They're just lazy. That's so funny. Yeah, what, that's they have to, what like, I've clean heard. It, or me. They, maybe, maybe yes. they've already cleaned it. But from what I hear, like it takes it. Ta- it's a process. So if you order it and you're like the only dude who's ordered it all night, they're gonna tell all you day. it's busted. Yeah, because now they have to clean it a full clean for one fucker because he wanted a mick you know a mcflurry eminem mcflurry or something and there's like and no. how is that my how is that not how is that my problem all right I don't know. like that's, what I that's your like, job your job is to give me my fucking mcflurry and that's if it's true i don't know i need to talk we need to get a hold of ronald mcdonald we need to get his ass on this show and just tell him <laughs> what's up about it uh favorite candy Ooh, favorite candy i'm gonna have to go peanut um peanut m&ms yeah classic oh so good friends or how i met your mother (laughs) i've actually um funny story uh we used to watch friends in uh mr van's spanish class in high school but we'd watch friends in spanish with the subtitles (laughs) and i just remember and I still have this feeling of feeling sort of um, left out because I was never like a huge Friends fan. And like yeah. everyone would do that, like, like the fucking the song and they all knew it yeah. and they knew when to, when to clap and shit. And I was like, I'm just not into it as much. And then I never watched How, to, how, how I Met Your Mother, How to Get Away with Murdering Your Mother. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I never, I, I honestly never really watched either of them. 
So if I had to pick one, I guess I would say Friends just because I've seen more episodes. Well, let me tell you this. I enjoy Friends, but I, I, if you ever get a chance, just give, give How I Met Your Mother a chance. Okay. It's good. It's fucking right. solid, man. Yeah. But I heard the also, ending was terrible. I heard the, the series ending was awful. Uh, it, it's not bad enough where it'll ruin the series for you. It's definitely worth the ride. I don't okay. mind it. I, you know, I cried like a baby. So whatever. Oh, it's okay. It was, okay. it was, I, I mean, I understand why some people didn't like it, but I, I didn't mind it. I didn't hate it. I was happy with it. I was like, okay, it was, it was good. It was good. You oh, and speaking of on, right? how to way, how to get away with murder. Another thing you were in, I remember seeing you on that. And I was just like, I was like, Hey babe, look, hey, that's, that's Brett. Look, look, look. I was so that's excited. That, that's that guy. That's that guy. <laughs> that's that, look. But yeah. You had a bull cut. Funny, funny story. <laughs> Funny story, third mention of a bold cut today. Everyone everyone now is imagining me with a bold cut. I, I'm going to post that photo. I, uh, please, no, please do. Um, I, I had never been on a TV show before. And I remember um, my manager, dude, I was, just, I was literally just telling the story yesterday to my wife because along the lines of like the whole self-tape thing, that's why I made that video was like, you have, to, you have to tape it yourself and then just send it to them and hope they like it. Whereas you yeah. used to be able to go into a room and you do it and they'd be like, okay, cool. That's not really what they're looking for. Why don't you try it this way? And right. so I had, I had one line for this, for this audition and, and bless her heart. Jamie Castro is a casting director. I will forever um, be so grateful for her because she had me do this thing. I, I remember in my head being in the room doing it. And I'm like, she probably thinks I'm so bad because it's one <laughs> line. It was literally like, I think I found something or something like that. And she had me do it seven times in the audition because, she, but, but like bless her heart because she was like, I want, I like you. I want to make sure that you do it the best way yeah. like in terms of where you're looking and what you're doing and all that shit. So I, when I tape it, I can send it to the producers and they'll like you. And I'm like, all right, cool. But with the self tape that completely gets removed because now it's yeah. like you get the, you do it the it, way you think. And then you send chance. it to them. Yeah, yeah. And you hope that it's, you know, right. Yeah. So um, so anyway, I do this seven freaking times in the audition and, uh, my manager texts me like a week later and she's like, you booked it. And I'm like, Oh, so cool. I'm my first trailer and my first TV show and all this stuff. And I was a huge fan of the show and like, Oh, Viola Davis. Like, she's like a legend. This is amazing. Yeah. And I get to set and we're doing, um, a, a blocking rehearsal. So they're showing us where to stand and we're kind of rehearsing it and whatever. And the director goes, okay, and then Brett, you're going to, um, you're going to stand here and, and you're going to do your thing. Uh, hey, uh, there's something over here. He paraphrased my line. Basically the line uh -huh. was supposed to be, I think I found something. He paraphrased it in the rehearsal and he was like, you're going to say, uh, oh, there's something over here. So the first take, I'm like, well, he's the director, you know, I have to listen to him. So the first take, I said what he said, I paraphrased right. and, and did his thing. <laughs> they call cut. And, and somebody yells over the wall, the script supervisor is like, hey, Brett, yeah, yeah the, the, the line is actually, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they think I'm an idiot. I can't even, I've been here all day. I've been here for like eight hours sitting in my trailer, just memorizing this one line. And I go in and I say it wrong because the guy told me to say something else. I felt like such a dumb. Oh gosh. Uh, funny, funny. Another funny story, the, the director, his name is Bill D'Elia. He's actually uh, the stand-up comedian Chris D'Elia's father. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Shout wow. out Chris D'Elia getting yeah. canceled. 
but um <laughs> but yeah that was that was interesting but on a plus on a plus side i i did get to meet viola davis and like i shook her hand and she was like what's your name and i said my name is brett and she was like oh brett that's a that's a hunk name she told me i had a, I had a hunk name. and i was like all right yeah like, i don't know if that yeah. means i'm a hunk or if I, my name is just hunky but and i'm like who says hunk like what does that even mean <laughs> just got to take take the compliment man it's you know she's she's a legend take it (laughs) and then i and then i worked i worked myself up to a point because it was literally like it was myself her and then like two other actors who were regulars on the show and so i was the only like non-regular i was a guest there i'm just like sitting uh and they're all we're all sitting together and i'm just like i want to talk to them but like what do i say do i I come off as weird do i not say anything and I noticed that Viola Davis was walking towards like the crafty area. And I was like, I'll go get a snack. And this is a good time. We could just sort of small talk. And I'm like, what am I going to say to her? You know? And I, and so I, I walked up to her and I was like, uh, excuse me, Miss Davis. And she was like, Oh, Hey, what's up? And I was like, I just, I just had to tell you, you were, you were amazing in the help. Like she didn't already fucking know that she got yeah. nominated for an Oscar for it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Like what, what? I had to say something, you know what I mean? I'm like, we're sitting here in each other's presence for like hours at a time. Like, right. I, I don't know what to say. Like, hi, I've seen everything you've done and you're amazing. You know, it's like, what do you say to somebody like that? It's so weird. Or you pretend like you don't know them. Like, what was your name again? Like, yeah. <laughs> so weird. I mean, and you know, like you said, when you met some of these, like, you know, people from bands who you like grew up listening to and shit. It's yeah. Like, do, do I pretend like I don't know his name and introduce myself? Like it, it's weird, right? When you're like, <laughs> yeah. you meet like Kevin, Kevin Hart, and you're like, did you say your name was Kevin or Tevin? <laughs> Kevin with a K? You know, like <laughs> I think you did the right thing. Like I, I, I always played the route of just like I'm gonna tell him what's up. Like I maybe embarrass myself, but fucking like, hey man, I'm a huge fucking fan of yours, and uh, you know it's what it is. I hope this isn't weird for you. And I just I'm gonna just address the elephant in the yeah, room and be like, like, "Yo, this dude, is it, dude. <laughs> I know who you are." I had a friend um, one time who worked at a Starbucks um, out here, and you know you order at Starbucks and they write your name on the cup. And mm-hmm. he said one time uh, Ben Affleck came into Starbucks and he was like, "What do you want?" Blah blah blah. He's like, and can I get a name for the order? And <laughs> and apparently Ben Affleck just looked at him and was like really like you don't know who i am and i'm like okay that's like a power move and also kind of like don't be a dick like just tell me your fucking name you know what i mean you can expect everybody to know who you are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit um oh okay so you and i we've had this conversation before uh the way we discovered music when we were kids um is uh, um soundtracks movie soundtracks you you once told me like you were big into movie soundtracks and when we were younger and as, as was i and that's basically how i found a lot of like punk rock and rock and roll stuff because i was listening to the soundtracks like from american pie or i know what you did last summer and shit so yeah. i asked this question a lot to my host like what's an album that changed your life and you know we'll talk about whether it's the beatles or the rolling stones or rise against or no effects or something for me a lot of the you know and i guess i didn't really think about it but like the movie soundtrack to american pie changed my fucking life you know like the movie soundtrack to can't hardly wait made third eye blind you know like the one of the biggest bands of my entire life it was the soundtrack to my high school you know yeah yeah. and uh yeah just just something i remembered randomly uh my question is 
what's an album that changed your life? I'll give you two. Um, one is a movie soundtrack and one is just an album. So the first is the soundtrack to uh, Dangerous Minds, uh, Michelle Oh, Pfeiffer. yeah, dude. Yeah, like Coolio's Gangster's Paradise was on there. Um, and so that was like such a cool album. Um, the Bad Boys, the original original Bad Boys um, soundtrack also was, because I have an older brother who's 12 years older than me. So like I was introduced to a lot of music, Pearl Jam, um, Boys to Men, like a, a very wide variety of music that I probably shouldn't have been listening to quite yet. Be, or not, not shouldn't have been, but just like wasn't, really wasn't my, exposed my wasn't your generation yeah 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 it wasn't like fucking backstreet boys or something right so <laughs> um so yeah I, I really 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 liked um both those soundtracks but in terms of just like regular albums the first um album i ever purchased with my own money i was driving with my mom and my brother from michigan to maine which is like a i don't know 12 14 hour drive and um, I, we stopped at like a Walmart. I don't even know if Walmart was a thing yet. We stopped somewhere, Kmart, let's call it. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I, I grabbed uh 50 cents first album, get rich by trying. <laughs> and that was the first album I feel like that I purchased with my own money. And I remember putting it in. I was so excited because the song in the club was like a huge hit and I knew the rest of the album was phenomenal as well and so so excited and i remember i put it in my little walkman you know that skips if you you know lean you it the wrong way it. and I'm, I'm or you're going over like speed bumps and shit in the car you know yep. and and we, we would remember we would like bring our we would bring them to school and you'd you'd, you'd set it on your desk with your headphones and you'd listen yep. and um i realized really quickly that i accidentally grabbed the uh the clean version so all the square words oh, were like just fuck. just like not even like bleeped out but just like cut out you know so it just kind of goes quiet for a second and i was just like oh man i really just do that oh fuck <laughs> dude that but it was a great album exact, that same exact shit happened to me with lip biscuit significant other i bought it at walmart pumped and same shit it was edited and i was so mad i was so mad about it like ruined the fucking cd for me <laughs> yeah i'm like what the is this man <laughs> exactly <laughs> break some sick tonight <laughs> like oh i hated it i was so you know pissed. where else you know where else we, we we got our music from though was trl that's where you get your music back when music videos yeah. were i mean music videos kind of have made a comeback which is cool um and then um you'd also get your music from um Napster or Kazaa, LimeWire, any of those yeah. sharing um, services where it would take like four days to download a song, That'd but you're like, once song. you got it, you're like, you're like, yeah, I'm and then your put computer shut down because it was a virus or a virus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Oh, it was always like you're like, I don't know if I should be doing this. Should I be downloading this music right now? But you're like, ah, I think I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> just literally turning your desktop into a paperweight with all those fucking viruses. <laughs> or it would take like take five days to download one photo of like Trish Stratus, the <laughs> WWF like yeah. superstar ch chicks. And I'm just like, you could see, and it would like slowly load. Like you're yeah. like, okay, I'm I'm to her neck. <laughs> By tomorrow, I'm gonna get to see something. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, these kids don't know how good they have it, dude. They don't know how good they have it. Not at all. 
Yeah, every yeah, every now they can just go on Instagram and just look up you know, everybody's basically wearing the same exact shit, you know, it's just yeah. Yeah. Just it's, it's different. Yep. <laughs> the lengths we the lengths we had to go just to see <laughs> a, a, a naked female back in the day. Yep. Take take some magazine in the woods behind the house and just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Hide it. Hide yeah. it in a log exactly seriously i that's what i i used to fucking have this like like uh uh next to a stump there is a hole and i'd roll up this magazine and just stuff it in there once a week i'd just go over there and take a look at it and put it back like oh roughly roughly where were you doing this this was uh i lived on friendly street in portage which was like off lover's lane kind of like off millum lover's lane going down that way uh Kren Kren Heiser lived like a block next to me. Kren uh, Heiser he, actually fun fun fact he has the 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 record for the most interceptions in a single game. Uh, he had three interceptions against Kalamazoo Central our senior year. No shit. Which is which is funny because he didn't play that much, but then we put in this like special package where we needed more defensive backs. So Kalamazoo Central threw the ball like crazy, and he just came out of freaking nowhere and had three <laughs> interceptions in one game i was just like what the fuck damn crin <laughs> yeah get it shout out crin heiser dude uh favorite city Ooh, i actually um it's it's changed for me so like austin texas uh was up there for a while i love austin but dude la jolla california is a little it, it, like san diego area um it's where i got married and um nice. it is just it's so beautiful man it's a lot i was of, gonna say if, um, if that's where you got married then i've seen photos and it's fucking yeah gorgeous. it's a little yeah. village it's it's really small um it, you know it's not like super super tourist but we always stay at the same hotel the one we got married at um and it's just like as soon as you like get off the highway and like enter La Jolla, it's just like you feel like, oh yeah, like I'm on vacation. I don't care about any of that other crap that I was just thinking about. And That's you're cool. just like kicking it with the seals on the beach, and, and <laughs> it's just a good, good energy everywhere, man. So I love it. Sick, man. Sick. Uh, favorite holiday? Hands down, my favorite holiday is coming up in a few weeks. Thanksgiving, all day. Love, love it, love, love, love it. Got my Lions and living on the West Coast. The Lions game comes on at like 930 in the morning. Um, yep, we got the turkey in the oven at like 6 a.m. Just, yeah, it's like coffee and Bailey's to start the day off right. And it's just a long day. Family coming over of, of football and food and family and just everything. It's, it's, it's awesome. Got my Lions. I got my Lions shirt in the mail yesterday. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my new little vintage throwback Lions gear. So I'm ready nice. to rock. I feel like all uh, like us Midwesterners had the same Thanksgiving experience. Like early, early mornings, football all day, uh, lounging around on the couch, eating literally all day long, and, and just you know lions the lions game was on every single tv you know in in yep. in, 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 in portage and shit like well that. you know what the 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 lions because what there's only two or i think that maybe they do three games now um on thanksgiving but it's it the, the lions cowboys. yeah cowboys and, always play lions always play and i think um i think there might be one more game that they do now 
but um but the lions game is always the first game so usually because in 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 um eastern standard time the game comes on at what noon but like i didn't realize that like pretty much everybody in the entire country is subjected to watch the detroit lions every year and like (laughs) growing up in michigan you're just like well they're on every day anyway or every week anyway and so for them to be on thanksgiving is just kind of like oh yeah they're playing on thanksgiving you don't realize that across the entire country everyone has to watch the fucking detroit lions play (laughs) and they haven't been good in how you know just forever since the since you know the 50s and so um it's just really funny to think like i'm a huge detroit lions fan and to think like yes the game is on in michigan and people are like oh we're fans and i get to watch my team and other people are like the lion why do the lions get to play on thanksgiving every year like why doesn't my team get to play on thanksgiving yeah and they'll still watch it because it's fucking football but they're just like the whole time exactly because america is obsessed with football for whatever reason we are we are um if you had to get rid of one of these which would you get rid of tacos pizza or chicken wings chicken wings probably you get rid of chicken wings? Yeah, I, I cannot get rid of pizza. Absolutely not. <laughs> we had pizza last night. Um, and I love, dude, there's the tacos. I'm sure the tacos in Texas are bomb. Tacos in, oh, in yeah, L.A. Dude. are dude, the street the street tacos, the the, um, the 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 food trucks, all that, dude. I've like, and my, my wife is um, Cuban and Puerto Rican. Um, my mother-in-law who's living with us is the Puerto Rican side. And I'm so ignorant. I, I didn't realize um, that like those like Caribbean Latin um, countries, like they don't do tacos. They don't do burritos. They don't do quesadillas. That's like a Mexican thing. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I, I always thought y'all did like, like quesadillas <laughs> and enchiladas and tacos and burritos. And they're it's like, no, we don't really. The board. <laughs> yeah. Like we don't do the tortillas. We don't do the, it, not a lot of spicy food. It's more like stews and. Uh, a lot more like garlic yeah. and that kind of shit. And it's like, it's, it's fucking bomb, dude. So I get the best of both worlds, man. I get like the, the Cuban um, and like Puerto Rican, like my wife makes um, the Turkey with like Puerto Rican spices. Um, and it's really bomb. So I get nice. the best of both worlds, man. So yeah, I can't, I can't get rid of tacos. Not going to happen. <laughs> not, not to say again, it's just, it's, it has nothing to do with it, with their culture, but um, in LA, there's a huge Mexican population yeah. and, um, and man, they make some fucking tacos. See, I, I've had this question. I've, I've asked this question, and uh, actually, uh, of what I get a lot is uh, they'll get rid of tacos simply really? because simply because you can just eat a burrito. I mean, I suppose, yeah. but that's kind of cheating. It's cheating, but it's you know, it's there. It's legal. It's a legal move. Does, does anyone actually get rid of pizza? uh i don't think so i don't th- i don't yeah. think there's been somebody who said pizza don't yeah yeah, yeah you can't do that yeah I, I i don't i can't imagine life without a solid like supreme pizza with Oof. mushrooms shit i'm hungry <laughs> yeah me too i told i told my wife i said i'm gonna be on this call i said would you would you mind maybe let me know if it's a big ask but like could you maybe make me some pancakes and, and bring them into me and we've been on this phone now for about an hour and a half and damn she forgot 
maybe they're just sitting out there getting cold as fuck and i'm i'm keeping you <laughs> i'm keeping you from living the dream dude i apologize <laughs> they got some blueberry pancakes with my name on them <laughs> uh well i just got a couple left uh childhood celebrity crush Ooh, i had a lot of them i had a lot of them what's funny is my first ever celebrity crush was pamela anderson yeah, I think that was pretty think, much And I think that's pretty much everybody's, right? Yeah. But it came full circle for me because when I first moved to LA, I was um I was going to have a meeting with um this, my agency that I ended up signing with and they were in this building in West Hollywood with like Ford models and all these like um this really big law firm, entertainment law firm and stuff. So like you would see it wasn't uncommon to see celebrities and shit coming in and out of that building or in the valet area or whatever. But mm-hmm. I didn't know that. This was my first time ever going to this building. So I go to the building, I get in the elevator and the elevator door starts to close and I see this like petite blonde woman kind of like running towards the elevator like hold that. So I hold it and then she gets in the elevator and I'm like that's Pam. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh shit. So yeah, I'm in the dude. elevator with Pamela Anderson. And we I was going to the 14th floor and she was going even further than that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, we're gonna be in here for a minute. I gotta say something. Like, what do I say? Like I used to watch barbed wire solely <laughs> to see. You know what yeah, I mean? Like <laughs> I, I Bay, Bay Baywatch was only good because you were in it. Like, what do I say? <laughs> And so like, I'm thinking, as I'm thinking, like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? She turns and looks at me and I'm wearing a watch and she goes, she goes, excuse me. She's like, it's really high pitched voice. She's like, what time is it? And I look at my watch and I'm, and I go, and I'm like, oh shit, this, like, I haven't replaced this battery in this watch. This watch is for looks like this watch doesn't work. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) And so I'm like, I, I literally do this, go, I go, um, it's. 1134. <laughs> you know, I had, to, I had to like pull my phone out of my yeah. I'm like the watch. Because she really pointed at my watch. She's like, what time is it? And I was right. like, uh, it is. <laughs> you know, I felt so dumb. And then, of course, I didn't want to talk to her after that because I was embarrassed. So she was shame. <laughs> she was definitely my, my first. Oh, fuck. That's funny, man. <laughs> um, and my last question if you could be 21, 21 years old and any year, when would it be? Ooh, you know, I've always thought that, mm, gosh, I feel like it's funny. Cause it's almost, it's almost too easy to be like, like now, because there's so many, um, you could, I mean, you could be 21 and if you're cute enough and can dance well enough, you can make a, make TikTok videos and become a millionaire. But also, I've always thought that living in like the fifties during the whole like going to the drive, um, going to the drive-in and getting a milkshake, and you know, um, just like that, I got in a, a a good conversation with somebody about this once because I was like, oh, and it was it was a friend of mine who's who's uh, African American, and I was like, the fifties would be such a cool time, and he's like, for you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, if we, I guess if we took out like the historical, you know, uh, relevance of, of time travel, um, mm. then, then yeah, the fifties would probably be a pretty fun time just to like ex- experience like life without so much technology and, and just like, you know, getting that car 
and, and, and feeling that freedom of having like that badass muscle car. And like, you know, I don't, I, I don't know. I think, I think it would have been, would have been kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like I like that era. It's, it's, it's cool. And it, it seems wholesome, but I know it's only skin deep, you know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and it, it sucks that, I mean, my wife's the same way. Like she loves, she loves like the, you know, poodle dresses and gowns and stuff. Like she loves that, loves yeah. all of that aesthetic, which, you know, I do too. It's really cool. Um, but unfortunately there was just, there was a lot of hate at that time too, you know, and it's just, mm-hmm. it's sad. And we've come a long way since then, but we still got, we still got quite a ways to go. Absolutely. No, we certainly, we certainly do. Hopefully, hopefully uh, if somebody on a podcast in you know, 50 years asks the same question, they don't say, well, 2020 yeah. seemed like a cool year. <laughs> maybe for you no yeah exactly yeah, ex- right exactly it's like <laughs> yeah. how far have we truly how far have we truly come because exactly people are like oh yeah it's, it was great if you're white you know what i mean yeah. and it's like <laughs> hopefully it's true, that man. narrative not not even the narrative but just the fact the truth of it hopefully it, it it changes i think i think we're doing a good job though um of of just trying to every generation just reduce the uh, amount of hate and um just just love everybody man just, just smoke yeah. a little more, smoke a little more weed and just chill out. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, I think, uh, we're trying and I think, think, uh, we made a big step recently. So as a country, hundred <laughs> percent, I agree. I agree. <laughs> well, man, uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show, dude. I had an absolute blast talking with you and catching up, man. It's, it's, it's been an amazing time, man. Oh, me too, man. I'm glad we, I'm glad we did this. We got to talk about, um high school and kind of reminisce on on uh, past lives and and just try to share some some knowledge and some wisdom with with these with these folks yeah for sure man and, and uh you know we keep in touch here and there man but i mean as soon as everything kind of clears up you know anytime you come down to austin again or something i'm only a few hours away from austin man we, we need to hang out I need to shove some Whataburger down your throat so you know what's up and Please. uh you know we'll have some drinks and kick it dude That sounds great, man. Definitely. We'll make it happen. Well, that just happened. Yes. That was a good time. That was. That was a fun episode. It was. I had, I mean, I fucking had a blast. I know, like. Oh, I bet. I was just reminiscing about once upon a time, basically, in my life. So it, it felt good to like catch up with an old friend. That's definitely what this was, was just catching up with a childhood friend for me. Yeah, that was fun. And we got to learn a little bit more about you. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is all shit already new. Just yeah, saying. you knew a lot of us. But too. you guys don't know that. So there's that. <laughs> you got a taste of what what my life was like and who I was before. Back when Sunny was something else. <laughs> Back when I was Santino, yeah, <laughs> before my transformation into Sunny Vega. <laughs> Back when he was Santino Vega. <laughs> oh man, nobody. My mom calls me Santino. That's it. Like uh, nobody calls me Santino anymore. Oh, well, maybe my grand, like my grandpa, once in a while. But I'm Sunny. That's who I am now. Yeah. Which is short for Santino. I was. Yeah. I was named after the oldest son of the Godfather movie, Santino Colion. And uh, it has his the nickname for Santino is Sunny, so that's where I got the you know everybody's call me Sunny now. I call you Santino when you piss me off. Yeah, you do. <laughs> or when I'm trying to get like a point across, like Santino. 
follow up with your primary care provider. You need to get that cholesterol in check, my man. Like, we're old now. That's I guess what we do. It's the only time I really, like, listen. Like, when I hear Sunny, I'm just like, yeah, you know, what's up? But somebody says something, I'm just like, oh, shit, what? Santino, did you take your blood pressure meds today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yes, I did. If, okay, for, good. for anybody that's wondering. Good. I good. Did. And my cholesterol medication. So, yes. good. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm on top of that. Shout know. out to Lisinopril. Shout out to Lisinopril and Lovastatin. <laughs> Appreciate that. Can't eat grapefruit anymore because of the statin, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I remember when there's a short period in my life where I was prescribed Xanax and it said not to take grapefruit and I was deeply saddened. Yeah, and you know, I'm not a huge like grapefruit grapefoot. Grapefoot. Uh, I'm not a huge grapefruit like eater. Fruit? Did I say fruit? You said fruit. How many times can I fuck up saying grapefruits? Grapefruit. I am not grape a huge grapefruits eater, but I'm also the kind of motherfucker when you tell me I can't do something, I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to do I'll it. I'll fucking do it. I'll fucking yeah. show you. So sometimes I'm eat the shit out of it. I push the envelope and I will drink grapefruit flavored White Claws. <gasps> does that make you feel alive? It like, does. oh my God. I like take it makes me like, I like spitting in the like, face of death. You're like a big fuck you to death. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to drink this fucking grapefruit flavored white claw, motherfuckers. <laughs> I get Take that, Lovastatin. Yes. <laughs> That's when I'm living on the edge. Living on the oh, edge. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> God damn it. You ruined my fucking moment. <laughs> well, that's what happens. Oh. We're in our mid-30s now. Yeah. Fuck it. I know. Fuck. Well... Uh, going back to Brett, uh, you know, we, one of the first things we talked about in the episode is how he has not aged. That motherfucker's no. a vampire. He's a fucking warlock. Something. Yes. I don't know what he's the fuck like he's doing, but. Keanu Reeves level. Yes, absolutely. He hasn't changed since like senior year. Like that. Yeah, dude, dude looks good. He keeps up with himself. He, he looks does. like I could have birthed him. Like, like. <laughs> He looks young. He, I'm 34. We're his age. We're all the same age. Yeah, that's weird. And I look easily 10 years older than that fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> easily. Like, like I could walk in and like, like, oh, I don't know. I, I feel like somebody would call me sir over him out of respect oh for, my God. for elders. <laughs> If you guys want to follow him, he has hilarious videos. I showed you his yes. rap videos. Oh my God, his rap videos, though. They're like, fucking great. Sonny first said, like, a guy I went to school with in my hometown makes rap videos. <laughs> I'm just like, oh God. Yeah, I was just like, is it cringy? Uh, but he showed me and I was like, oh my God, this shit is fucking funny. Yeah. I mean more power to him yeah it's fucking hilarious it is it is he's not like trying to be like he's not like eminem like just takes himself too seriously no no it's fucking funny like Like, he's 
Yeah, and he's talented. Fine. I I like it. No, like, absolutely. The dude can, is talented. He's talented. He, he's, he's talented. He's good looking. His wife is gorgeous. Yeah. Shout out to his wife. Yeah. Oh my god, she's beautiful. Shout out to just Brett Green's life. He's yes. just killing it. Yes. All around. Yeah, killing it. <laughs> Shout out, bro. Yeah, I'm killing proud it. of you. Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> Well, that was episode eight. Thanks for tuning in once again. Always Sunny is hosted by me, Sunny Vega, and my co-host, Nicole Wiley. Produced by my wife, Susie Vega. Recorded, edited, and mixed by yours truly once again at Blast Studio. Like and follow the show on social media at Always Sunny Podcast. Or you can contact us via email at alwayssunnypodcast at gmail.com. And if you like what you heard... Give us a subscribe and a review or a thumbs up or whatever. And if you dug the music that you heard earlier in the episode, stick around to listen to it in its entirety after the episode. The song is called Huffing Gas by a two-piece band called Sweetie from the Chicago area. They fucking rule. I'll put a link in the description so you can check out more of their stuff. Till next time, stay safe and be excellent to each other. Later. I think it's-